Hey, Bill. Morning. How's it going? Nice to go and get a win on the road yesterday. Always good to win in this league. Tough to win on the road. Um, good to win in Cleveland. Um, yeah, it's good, good team win. Thought we got good contributions from all areas, offense, defense, special teams, you know, running game, passing game. Um, on both sides of the ball was, was competitive. So it's good to come home with a win. Bill, one of the things that uh, I thought you guys really did well yesterday is the the way you were able to play the run uh, against the Cleveland Browns and basically slow Nick Chubb down in that Cleveland run game. What was the biggest thing that now that you were able to look at the film that really stood out that helped to leading to you guys to be able to do that uh, defensively? Uh, the two big things were team defense um, and tackling. So we tackled well. Chubb uh, has a lot of long plays because they're well blocked. And then he has also a lot of long plays because they, the defense can't, can't tackle him. Uh, he breaks tackles or makes guys miss and then turns, you know, seven and eight yard runs into 30 and 50. So um, tackling in the secondary yesterday was, was, uh, was good. And overall we played across the front competitively against, again, a very good offensive line, a very good running back, great running back, and a team that's very well coached that they do a good job with the fundamentals and techniques on the offensive line and also uh, scheming things up to give the defense problems. They certainly gave us some problems uh, in the running game that we had to adjust to, and I thought our, you know, our defensive coaches and defensive players did a good job of recognizing those things and you know, making some adjustments to, to make it difficult for, for Cleveland to run, but they're still a good running team and they're, they're, they're tough to stop. You know, that's, that's a good, that's a good football team um, in the running game on the, on the line and at the tight ends and the scheme. And obviously they have a great back. Bill, congratulations on tying George Hallis with 324 wins as a head coach. What does that mean to you? Yeah, I think I've talked plenty about that. This game's not about me. It's about our team, and it's a great team win in Cleveland, and it's yeah, time to move off that subject. We've talked enough about it. Bill, statistically, we've been able to see uh, Bailey's growth since coming in at Lambeau, but for you as the head coach, what's been the biggest point of growth that you've you've seen out of him? Well, he's getting better at, at some of the you know, little things. Um they're important to make big things happen. Uh, there's still a long way to go, a lot to learn, a lot of things that, that we can improve on at every position and collectively as an offense. So we'll keep working on those. I saw the, I saw a video of he and Mac walking into the game yesterday together. How important and instrumental has Mac been in preparing him for games? Yeah, Mac does a great job. He gives us great leadership and, and a great presence there for, the, for our entire team, especially offensively and in the quarterback room. Um, you know, Max got a lot of a lot of insight. Uh, having played, especially you know, a team like this that he played last year, um, you know, he's got a lot of great insight and in all all the time, whether you know whether he's playing or in the last couple of weeks when he wasn't playing, he still you know adds a lot to us. If Mac is 100 percent healthy this week, is he starting Monday night against the Bears? Yeah, that wasn't an option yesterday. He was he wasn't active for the game, so. There was really no option to play him.
Bill, when you look at your defense, I think another thing that, you know, stood out to me, and it's kind of been standing out every single week, is uh, defensively your ability to create turnovers. You saw a couple interceptions, uh, guys making great plays on the ball on the back end, but really some good pressure on the quarterback leading to some errant throws. Um, what's the, the, the biggest focus that you guys are, are doing week in and week out to really emphasize maybe creating turnovers? Well, I think you hit it, Wiggy. It's team defense. Um, you know, if nothing else, pass coverage, more than a good pass rush. Uh, nothing helps good pass rush better than good pass coverage. Um, nothing that helps a good pass rush better than stopping the run and, you know, taking, you know, putting the team in a passing situation. So it's a lot of complimentary football and, and good team defense. Um, you know, when, when you're getting productive plays out of, you know, all levels of your defense, the front, the linebackers, the secondary, uh, then that's, that's when those things happen. So, um, you know, it's again a lot of guys, you know, playing well together, communicating well and, you know, working with each other and playing with good fundamentals. So that's, those are really the keys to it. Bill, Isaiah Wynn's false start was his eighth penalty of the season. How do you balance giving guys opportunities to get back into the game and make up for something and then also taking them out uh, when it doesn't seem like they're, they're improving? Well, we have too many penalties offensively, period. So we've, we've got to cut those that back. Um, it's just it's too many of, of everything. So uh, we, we just got to do a better job of coaching it. Um, we have to make better decisions on the field. We got to stop going backwards with the penalties. Uh, that's just it's we have good production offensively, but then we, you know, with plays like that, we put ourselves at such a disadvantage that it's uh, just sometimes too hard to overcome. So we got to we got to coach it better, and we got to play better. Um, Got to, you know, be more conscious of that and execute better on the field. A lot of those penalties are really unforced errors. They're our fault in the delay game and, you know, it's false starts and things like that. We had multiple penalties yesterday. And so as a team, we've got to coach and play better. Uh, Bill, how exciting is it to see Tyquan Thornton's explosiveness uh, take effect right away in game one there uh, as he had two touchdowns yesterday? Uh, right. Yeah. He, you know, um, we had him last week too, but he's it's good to have him out there. It's good to have everybody out there that we have. Uh, we're missing some guys that are working hard to get back and it'll, it'll be good to see them back out there. You know, I'm sure they're back as quickly as they can, but that's nice to have Taekwon there and, and, uh, you know, made a couple of big plays for us yesterday. Um, but it's good to have all the healthy players that we have on the field always. Is there a memo going out today about not trying to hand you the game ball during the game, uh, waiting till afterwards? Uh, uh, well, hey, it's always exciting to for guys that make plays and and uh, exciting for all of us. So we're happy when we when we make them, but yeah, it's gotta it's gotta move on. <laughs> next play. Bill, one of the things that uh, Zappi did really well yesterday was spreading the ball around to a bunch of different receivers. Going into the game, it seemed like Matt Patricia put together a good uh, game plan, a good balanced game plan. Uh, what is it that, that maybe Zappi does well when it comes to spreading the ball around to other players and making sure that, you know, he doesn't lock in on one player? 
Well, Wiggy, as you know, unless it's a screen pass, there's no one design player to get the ball. The ball goes to the player that has the best matchup or that's open. So, um, and the quarterback's job is to, to find the best matchup, find the open receiver and get him the ball. And unless it's a one-man play, then which there aren't very many of those, um, everybody's alive on the route and it just depends on what, what the defense is in and what the matchup is, where the ball goes. So, you know, that's all, all a function of the play and, and the way that the defense gets called and and who's where on the, you know, when the defense deploys and and you know, declares their matchups. So it's really a decision-making process after the snap. We don't know who the ball is going to, and neither does the quarterback until the play begins. So that's that's really how that works out. There's no set design to or two passes to every player. We can't control that. We, we don't know what defense they're going to be in. And I wouldn't want them to do that anyway. So, you know, we've got to, we've got to take where attack the defense where it's most vulnerable. Bill, you've said multiple times that it's a hypothetical question that you're not interested in addressing regarding the quarterback situation. But is Bailey Zappi competing to have that job? Or is it Mac Jones's job whenever it is that he becomes fully healthy to return to the field? Look, it's every player's job to be ready to go. That's their job. So, Mac was an active yesterday, so there's was, was nothing to really talk about. Bill, you brought up decision-making, right? Zappi has done a, a tremendous job of, of making the right decisions, whether that's, you know, finding, like you said, the open receiver or, you know, not throwing it into an area that could potentially lead uh, to a turnover. As was that something that you noticed from him coming out of college was his decision-making? Because we know he set a bunch of records uh, at the college level. Is that just something when you watch him play, you knew that this guy had that? Well, yeah, I mean, I think he did a good job with that. But, again, as you know, doing that at, at one level and doing it at the NFL level is two different things. So, um you know, players can do some things in college, and then when they get to the NFL, those things don't really manifest themselves, and sometimes vice versa. Maybe they didn't get a chance to do some things in college and then get a chance to do them in the NFL, and they're really good at them. So, yeah, I think the big part of any, any rookie player is you take the skills that he has, decide whether or not, you know, you think that those skills would transfer positively to your team, and then look at the player's, approach, work ethic, et cetera, and try to gauge how much he'll improve um, and what, what room he has to improve and how, how much he will improve. And so that's all, all rookies improve. We know that all players get better with experience and, and with opportunity, but some guys improve more than others and some guys are able to, um, you know, progress. They progress at different rates. So, it's until you actually work with the player, I don't, I don't think you know for sure how all that's going to turn out. And um, some guys have, have obviously turned out better than others if you look back through the history of rookies here at the Patriots. So it's not really a predictable thing. We've had some free agents that have improved and been great players. We've had other, other guys that were much higher draft choices that didn't produce nearly as much. So it's inexact science. 
Uh, Bill, you've said on this show before that you don't really know. Your your team really isn't what it is until week five, I think was what you said to us. Um, so is it fair to compare Max performance weeks one through three with, with Bailey Zappi's performance week six? I don't look at it that way, no. To that same point, do you know who this team is now at, at week six? It seems like the guys seem are right on cue, gelling at the time that you would like them to. I think we've improved since the beginning of the year, like every team in the league has. I think we have to continue to work on the things that we can, can do better and and take it to a higher level. That's, that's really what our job is um, as coaches to identify those and, and to make the adjustments we need to make and to get more production out of, out of all three units and, and the players that we have, have out there. Um, so that's, that's the continuing process that will go on through until the final game of the season, whenever that is not really going to, it's not really going to change, but I think we're, we're getting there. Some things we need to address, obviously, and we'll do that. We have to make adjustments or changes, which is part of the game. We always need to do that, and that's what we'll do. If we can do some of the things that we're doing better instead of changing, then we'll leave them the way they are and, and hopefully do them better. Bill, yesterday, Miles Garrett, he breaks the uh, uh, Browns' all-time sack record. You know, seeing a player like that, you've been around a lot of great uh, edge rushes. What makes Miles Garrett, he had two sacks yesterday, what makes him such a difficult player to defend? I think he's one of the highest when it comes to seeing double teams in the NFL um, and is still able to be productive. What about Miles Garrett makes it so difficult to defend that player? Yeah, um, he's, he's really tough. Uh, it's pretty much everything. He's long. Um, he's got a high motor, very quick off the ball, uh, so he can work around blockers, but he's also strong and explosive and can come back inside, can counter um, his length, quickness, explosiveness, and I'd say just general instincts. Um, you know, he's he, he made a number of plays yesterday that I don't know if there's too many other guys that would have made him. Um, He's, he's really a special player. I have a ton of respect for him. And we tried to get him as much as we could. Um, they moved him around a little bit. We could have done a better job, you know, coaching-wise. I could have done a better job in getting things, um, you know, arranged a little differently. But, yeah, they got us a few times. He got us a couple times. And, he's yeah, he's a tough matchup. I know when talking to media today, you didn't give any update on Christian Barmore, but Kendrick Bourne was seen walking in a walking boot after the game. Um, is there any update there? Uh, no, not yet. Bill, you always talk about depth and how it's next man up. Is it a good problem to have when you have two quarterbacks that you feel like you can, you know, win and go a long way with? And it seems like with Zappi and Mac Jones, off of what Mac was able to do last year, um, what type of 
when you look at that, is that something good for a coach? I know there's always going to be a lot of questions about quarterback controversy, but is it something that you look and go, hey, at least this is something good that we know that our backup can step in or what, and our starter could show that he can take a team to, uh, you know, deep, deep into the season and into the playoffs? Well, as a coach, you always want as many good players as you can get. So that's that's true at every position with every player and always try to help them improve and, and be better players. So that's that's our job. Um, yeah, we'll keep working at that. All right, Bill. Uh, I, I drew the short straw this week on this one. So uh, I assume you were invited to the uh, wedding on Friday night and declined. Are you going to Would do you send a gift anyway? Is that how that works? Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, Robert, I, you know, I spoke with Robert about Robert and I talked about it uh, a couple times and, um, you know, was planning to go, but in the end, it just was too much at the end of the week. And, and uh, you know, both decided the best thing for me to do was to uh, try to try to get ready to beat Cleveland and we'll, we'll celebrate uh, at another time. But very happy for Robert and Dana. And um, I heard it was a really special night. So sorry I missed it, but um, yeah, I, I know it was a great night for him. Very happy for him. All right, Bill. Um, we will let you get to work. And thanks for uh, being on this morning. We'll talk to you again next week. All right. Sounds good. Great. Talk to you later. Okay. There he is, Bill Belichick.